Oh, hello. I'm sitting in my kitchen right now, staring at a bottle of Herodora tequila. I'm not an alcoholic, I promise. Um, but I did make a, a cocktail, singular. I might make another one. I feel like I should make another one. How much ice do I got in here? It's probably all melted at this point. Yeah, I should pour this out and put some more ice in there. Um, I made basically a margarita, but with cranberry juice. I didn't sub out the cranberry juice for... I didn't sub out the lime. Well, no. I did technically basically sub out the lime for cranberry juice. You know? Um, and it came out pretty good. But then it was, like, still kind of sour, so I put some sugar in there, some lime juice, and then I threw, like, a lime wedge in here. And it, it's pretty pretty good. I think I just need to put, like... I put brown sugar in. I think I just need to put the sugar in the shaker when I shake it, and then, you know, because I couldn't mix it properly because I can't find my long spoon, like the fucking mixing spoon that you use for beakers. I couldn't find that shit. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm sitting here in the kitchen at 12.22 in the night. In, uh, I, this episode that I posted earlier, I meant to post it yesterday because I recorded the shit yesterday. Superboy? I, rec I recorded it yesterday, like noon yesterday, and I got I got in a phone call. I was on the phone for like maybe an hour and a half with a friend of mine, and um, actually I'm gonna see him tomorrow because he's he invited me to his uh, Halloween party, and I told him I'd bring some drinks and I'll mix some cocktails, you know, so that'd be nice. Um, so I'm gonna go to that, but. Yeah, I meant to post that episode noon yesterday. I don't think I've ever actually, like, accidentally forgotten to post an episode in a day before. I don't think. I think that might be a first, which is impressive at 280-something episodes in, you know? Um, I was debating if I should make bake some cookies today. I don't think so. I mean, maybe. I could bring some cookies tomorrow night, right? You know, but I'm not gonna like fucking shape them to to whatever. I could, uh, I don't know. I don't want to deal with like the cleanup right now. I kind of want to chill. I, but maybe I've been chilling too much. I have been taking a midday nap for every day for the past three days. It's not, it's not good. I don't want to do that. But it feels so fucking good, you know. Um. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell am I here to talk about? You know, it's on my head, in my mind right now because I I just hung up with uh, with the girl I'm seeing. I hate having to say that. That's such a long fucking. I w anyway. I just I just uh, she called me because she couldn't sleep. So we spoke for twenty minutes and then she fell asleep eventually. You know. Which is good. That means my voice has some impact. <laughs> my voice puts people to sleep. That's great. That's a joke. I'm joking. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I have the urge to talk about her, but I won't because fuck you, you know? She's mine. Um, she's no one's. I, I don't know, man. I feel like this isn't loud enough. I have this on the table and I'm leaning back, so... I have my phone on the table, and I'm leaning back, so I don't know how well my voice is coming across here. 
Um, it feels like there's a lot of noise. Like, I don't know. This is a weird thing, right? I guess it's just the echoes, right, that I'm hearing. Like, it's, it's a, I'm in the kitchen, and the doors are in the hall and all that. So it's fucking open air. It's, ver it's different than being in, um, in a little bedroom where your voice doesn't travel so far. You know? It's not hollow. Um, what the fuck am I talking about here? I just watched a stand-up special with a puppet. I didn't watch it with a... Like, I wasn't sitting by a puppet watching a stand-up special. That would be fucking psychotic. I was watching a stand-up special where the stand-up comedian was a puppet. And it was fucking incredible. Um, what's he called? Uh, gosh, what is he called? Randy... Randy Feltface? He's an Australian puppet. <laughs> It's <laughs> a weird thing to say. I always... I don't know if I ever told you about this project that I had in mind for a long time. I can't remember what it, what I what I called it. I cannot for the life of me remember what I called it. But I remember it was like this... Like a uh, young adult college age... Like... Comedy. Like animated sitcom type thing. Like on the... In the realm of like Bob's Burgers or 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 uh, what or Rick and Morty or whatever, right? And the idea behind it was that it was like just a group of friends, right? And one of the friends randomly, just how there's just how Brian Griffin is a is a character, a, a main character in Family Guy. It's basically Family Guy. What the fuck am I doing all this shit? It's basically Family Guy, but from a young adult perspective, young adult characters in college or something, and one of the characters is a cat who's a comedian. Right? Like, he's a cat. He stands up on fucking two legs. Not four. He stands up like Brian Griffin from Family Guy, and he's a comedian. And for whatever reason, this idea has been in my head for a long time. And I imagine I'd open up every episode kind of like Seinfeld, but he, but him doing a, a, a it's instead of it being Jerry Seinfeld, it's a fucking cat. I don't remember what I named. I don't. Did I have a name for the cat? I don't think so. I don't know why the name Felix came to me. I think it's because Felix is an actual fictional cat that already exists. Um. Yeah. Ugh. I'm tired. I don't know, I'm tired. I fucking slept way too much um, between today and yesterday. I I had that idea for, for a character, like, for a while. And I always thought of it just being, like, you know, he doesn't reference being a cat at all, right? Like, it has nothing to do with that. He just fucking tells jokes as if he's a regular comedian. And for whatever reason, my high school mind thought that was hilarious for whatever reason. I never wrote anything of it. I never created characters, never made a synopsis, nothing. I, I never pursued that idea at all. And I don't think I ever will. Maybe I'll do it as, a, as like a web series, like a super short web series eventually, right? Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That idea came to my mind. But I, I think just talking about it now, this fucking Santa special, if you, listen, look up on YouTube, Randy Feltface, um, Randy writes a book, I think. Randy writes a novel, I think is the name of, of the special. It's fucking hysterical. And it's, and it's poignant, you know? I hate using that word because it's a stupid fucking word, but 
it's uh it, it's like it's it's uh what 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 is what's the what's a synonym for poignant irreverent is that the right word no irreverent doesn't mean it's it's uh profound there we go like he has like it it's like a Bo Burdo special there's like a point behind it and he fucking talks about this shit you know and in between he mixes it with a bunch of jokes. I mean it's not like a Bo Burnham special because Bo Burnham he it's all like performance art like it's all songs and dance and one-liners but Randy does this shit I say Randy. I'm here. I listen. I'm saying Randy. Listen, Randy fucking exists. Okay, the puppeteer behind Randy is incredible. You know. Um. Yeah. That the, the whole thing. That whole thing. That whole thing was great. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like thoroughly. <laughs> oh gosh, I want to spoil the joke. Uh, you're talking about um, no a natural. Like blue doesn't occur naturally in food. And he asks the crowd, he's like, "Can anyone, anyone, name me a, a food that is blue?" And someone in the crowd's like, "Blueberries." Like, blueberries fucking purple. <laughs> and for whatever reason, this is the accent and the animatedness of his Muppet. Is that racist to puppet to call him a Muppet? His puppet self. Why do they call fucking Muppets? Just call them puppets. Or give him a different name. What's the what's the M for? Muppet. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just thinking of the whole special. The whole, the whole special is is uh, hilarious. Blueberries are blue, though, pretty much. At least in, at least here in America. I don't know what's going on in Australia because he's because his accent's Australian. Because a fucking hold on. Let me look at my fridge right now because my grandma bought blueberries. Yeah, that's blue. Basically, it's like a dark blue. I'm not crazy. You know? I'm not crazy. I'm here looking at fruit to prove a puppet wrong. I got a problem here. Um, man, it's a, it's, a, it's a stupid bit. But, like, the whole for Here's the thing. I imagine that this is, like... A vehicle for the for the Muppeteer, the puppeteer's um, like the puppeteer is a comedian, right? You know, like the whoever behind Randy. Like the let me tell you though, he doesn't break the illusion. He very very rarely breaks the illusion. You know, so um, so I'm watching this shit. I'm invested. Every story that 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 Randy's telling, I'm imagining a fucking. I'm imagining him a puppet in the fucking story. You know, I'm not imagining anyone else because like he doesn't break the illusion. He's a motive, which is weird because his face doesn't move except for like the mouth moving for, you know, the the puppetry. It's uh but I imagine like he's just a vehicle behind because he's talking about like uh unless the unless Randy is really just like a fleshed out character because apparently Randy was uh alcoholic for years and kicked it and he's 36 years old which he mentions in the thing and he it like oh man he tells all the story he talks about driving like getting pulled over driving and shit and i'm like okay this is fun it's a, it, it is funny i highly highly recommend it go watch it go watch it i'm gonna i'm gonna find some more of his specials because apparently he has four specials or four official like stand the specials out and if i have and i have, if i have to rent them shits i will because i haven't laughed that hard 
since John Mulaney's um, um, The Top Part, which I watched, like, maybe 2016, 2017 was the first time I watched that. Or not watched it, listened to it, because there's no watch, it's just the audio. But I haven't, like, laughed out loud. Like, even at, like, my favorite comedians, I mean, John Mulaney is one of my favorite comedians, for sure. But, like, his most recent shit, I haven't laughed laughed out loud at really like i have a little bit like uh the whole jj bittenbiter um um bit you know you gotta throw them off their rhythm you know that whole shit that's that's fucking comedy gold and um a horse in the hospital that like that whole thing those are hilarious but i don't find myself laughing at most comedy specials except maybe dave chappelle like Bill Burr hasn't even hit hit that chord for me recently. You know? Like the past couple specials, like they've been funny. And I can acknowledge they're funny. But I only laugh like a few times throughout the whole thing. You know? Like laugh, laugh. Other times it's like breathing heavily through my nose. And it's like, huh, yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know, that kind of thing. But not like laughing. And this is this just I guess it's just like the separation of like it's a fucking puppet. It's not a Randy's a puppet. He's not a he. So it's just like the animatedness and like the absurdity of the actual like stories that he's telling, and then the the delivery. All of it is really good, and the writing is great. Like the comedy, like the the jokes are great jokes. Like I can imagine an actual um, like a human comedian. It's <laughs> a weird thing to say. A human comedian telling the jokes, and I'd still be laughing. And it's not like Jeff Dunham. Right? Is that his name? Jeff Dunham? Is it Jeff? It's Jeff Dunham, right? The dude with the fucking puppets. You know, Ahmed, the 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 dead terrorist, and and uh... oh great, I just dropped a knife um, off my uh, off my shaker. I don't know. I have a knife. It's because I cut the lime as a garnish because I'm fucking fancy. Um, yeah, what was I saying? He. It's not like Jeff Dunham where it's like a guy like just talk with a it's just the it's just the puppet the whole hour long. Doesn't reference the person holding him, nothing. Right? Because you can't see the per you can't see the fucking person holding him because it's like under a desk, like it's blocked out. It's just a puppet. It's fucking hilarious. You know? It's not like Jeff Dunham. It's 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 very, very different. Though I remember when I was a kid when I was first discovering like comedy when I was like maybe thirteen, twelve, thirteen years old, Jeff Dunham killed. Like, back then, it was Jeff Dunham, Gabriel Iglesias, and Dane Cook. And and I'm not saying they're, they're like, I know they're not well, oh no, I know Gabriel Iglesias is very well respected, but I know Dane Cook and, like, uh, Jeff Dunham are not well respected in, like, the comedy sphere. Especially Jeff Dunham, because, like, a lot of, com- a lot of comedians look down on, co- on comedians who do more than just tell jokes, like, they use puppets or they're like carrot top and they have props and shit or they're like uh what's his name um uh uh what, what the fuck's that guy's name the guy he did fred armison he did um that stupid special called a uh, comedy for drummers which was like you know not very funny you know it was just him like talking for a long time he had a couple fun jokes in there but it was just him talking at the end of it. Like he had a uh, he had um, Trey Cool from Green Day and one other drummer. I can't remember her name. I don't remember what band she's from. But um, 
like he had them both come up like to close out the special and they had three drum sets up and all three of them they're like playing the drums but they were playing the same beat and it was the basic fucking like beat that everyone does when they go into guitar center or sam ash like that like they nothing special not no fucking solo not and they were all doing it in unison and they did it for like two minutes straight and then they ended the special on that, like cut to credits. Like, what the fuck was that? It was stupid. I don't, I don't like the special at all. I don't want to watch it again. I think it was stupid. I, I like the uh, accents bit because it was kind of, it was kind of fun-ish, but not like, definitely not laugh out loud fun for sure. It's like, it's, it's like a TikTok, you know. Like it had the, it had the comedic value of like a very, very basic. Not basic, a very, very, like, like a normally viral, like a kind of amusing TikTok. You know? I didn't like it very much. He went through the history of drums for whatever fucking reason. This is a specific demographic. How did he get any funding to make that? Comedy for drummers. And you know the way that he opened up the special? Um, or the way that, no, not the way that he opened up the special, but to actually get in. You had to, like, pr- prove that you were a drummer, so they had a drum pad out by the entrance, and you had to, like, do a fucking, like, a couple of quick, like, uh, drum beats on a drum pad and show that you can actually play the drums to actually get in. It's stupid. It was fucking stupid. I thought it was very dumb. Um, Fred Armisen, do better. <laughs> It's a damn shame because he's like kind of he's kind of funny in in movies, but that was like terrible, in my opinion. I don't know how drummers feel, but I feel like if I were a drummer, I'd feel cheated to be like, okay, this will be comedy from drummers. You're talking about drumming through the ages, and you don't even cover like all the major drumming genres, even you know. Like he started with like '50s drumming, and he was talking about oh, you know it's like this, and then he was like '60s drumming is more like this, and '70s drumming is more like this. I'm like, okay, none of this is funny, first of all. Second of all, it's not even, like, that informative because it's not like you're going through pop punk or metal or anything like that. You're doing, like, pop drumming the whole time, you know? Like, whatever the fucking most basic shit was at the time. I don't know. It was stupid. Um, I miss Forza. This is a... (laughs) I know this is a very big transition. I miss Forza. I played Forza today and yesterday for a couple hours. Um, Forza Horizons Five is coming out in a couple weeks. I already have it downloaded on my phone. Oh, no, on my on my phone. What's wrong with me? On my computer, I already I already have it downloaded. So it comes out the ninth. I'm not gonna get the pre-order one because that comes out the fifth. So it's like you know early release. I could get it maybe. You know, as a birthday gift. You know what I was gonna do? I I hit up. Uh, Tattoo artist at Uplift, Uplift Tattoo, in, um, here in New York, obviously. And uh, I want to get a cheetah done on my forearm. I know this is a new tattoo. I never mentioned this one before. Or the, the desire to get a cheetah before. But I saw one, and I was like, fuck, I want that. You know? It was like a running cheetah. It was gorgeous. It was like black and gray realistic, realistic cheetah running side profile of it. it. Gorgeous. I want it on my forearm. I think it'd be really nice. I asked him for a quote. I really like his work, too. I asked him for a quote. He said 600 bucks, And this after a birthday discount of 25%. So, really, normally it'd be like $750 um, for a 5-inch long tattoo on my forearm. 
I did not think it would cost that much. I was thinking he would charge like maybe three fifty, four hundred bucks. But he said it would take like two and a half hours. I did not think it would take that long either. Um, uh, yeah, and that didn't come to my mind at all. I was like, uh, there's no way it's going to take that long. I thought it was going to take like an hour and a half. Because like the skeleton piece I have, it's not nearly as detailed, but it's almost as long. And it took maybe 30 minutes. Right? And it's a good piece. Like, it's relatively... It's, I mean, I can't say it's not that detailed. It's pretty detailed. It has all the, it has all the fucking bones and fingers and shit. It's black and gray realism. It's not like the craziest... I still want to get a retouch. And I kind of want to get it so it could pop out more. So maybe I'll get some white ink. Some white ink in between some parts of it. But, um... You know, just so it could, like, pop out more on my skin. Because I feel like every time I look at it, it, it it's hard to see. Like, I can look at it in the mirror, and it's kind of easy to see, but when I, but like, compared to, like, um, then again, my Four Elements tattoo is just solid line work, so it's different. It's not, like, this one is shading, and it's, like, a lot thinner lines, but the, my Four Elements is just thick, solid lines, and then also, I didn't let this heal properly, because I was fucking, I, was, I fucked with it a little bit, you know, like, I peeled off a couple pieces, like, by accident, um, of my skin while I was healing, so. But man, I want to get the cheetah tattoo. And I figure, and here's why. Here's why the cheetah is a is an animal I want to get. A cheetah's been one of my favorite animals for for forever. And um you've heard me talk about the frontier, my passion project for 13 years now. It's gonna be a 13-year anniversary, or something like a 13-year anniversary. It was something like an anniversary. I don't know exactly when we fucking came up with the idea, but um I think it was like early. Like, like fall in fourth grade. So I set, I, I put a reminder in my phone, like, on my calendar every year for November 4th or 5th, I think, to be the uh, <sighs> anniversary of the creation of the frontier. I know that's stupid to you, maybe, but I, I, I like that kind of thing. I'm very, I'm relatively sentimental. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... So in the frontier, the main character Zatch, he's he uh, yes Zatch, not Zach, Zatch, Z is Z A C H. That's supposed to be pronounced Zach, but when I was a kid, I pronounced it Zatch because I was a fucking moron, and it stuck, and I kind of like it now. So Zatch, um, way back then, originally his uh, his power set was based off of the uh, DNA of a cheetah. Right, and then Omar's was based off of that of a rhino, and then Jesse's was based off of that of a falcon or a hawk or something. No, a peregrine falcon. I remember specifically because in fourth grade I learned about peregrine falcons, and they're the fastest animal on earth. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's dope!" You know, 120 miles an hour in the air. Let's fucking do it. So um, I always like fast things. You know, cars, animals, whatever. So um. Originally, his power his power set was based off of that of a, of a cheetah. So, actually, no. Originally, all three of them they had the basically the same things, but they excelled at one thing. So, they could originally they all had super speed, they all had super strength, and they all could fly. They all had like the basic Superman trifecta of superpowers, you know. But originally, Zash was like the fastest, Omar was the strongest, and Jesse was the best at flying. 
So um, I don't know what the fuck that means, being best at flying. I guess mo like most acrobatic, most airy, like uh, fastest in the air, I guess. Um, but whatever the fuck that mean back then, I, I can't remember. But um, that would that was originally what the main three characters had, and I think I also Lily and 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 Nato or Mikey back then known as known as Tornado, um, they had the same shit, but they also had like a different augment. Like Lily, she could do like astral projection type stuff, or like a, you know, kind of like um, not astral projection, but you remember or like energy energy constructs that kind of thing you remember gwen from ben 10 like if you ever watched ben 10 um on cartoon network like in 2005 2007 however old it was like uh when gwen like i remember in the original series gwen could do like magic shit basically but in the series that preceded or not preceded that the, the series that came after that that when they were a little older when they were like 15 16 17 what was that called? Ben 10 Omniverse, I think. That's when uh, Gwen, she could just like do these like fucking blasts of like magic energy. And I like that for my character, for our character Lily. Um, was it, how old was I? I guess I was like, I guess I was like around the time Ben 10 came out, right? No, Ben 10 came out a little bit after that. I was, uh, Fourth grade, how fucking old was I? Eight? So 2006. Yeah, so, yeah, no, that's about the time. And then Tornado, Michael, Mikey, obviously you imagine he can, like, conjure tornadoes and shit back then. So that was the whole, that was, like, the, orig the origins the, of, of the main characters of the project. But over time, after, like, we got rid of, like, the robotic helping hand idea and then not we i got rid of that sh well no we yeah we got rid of that because it was actually his idea my co-founder back in fourth grade um it was his idea that you know no one want to watch a bunch of fucking robotic hands save the day i was like okay that that sounds reasonable um so we moved it we moved on to like you know androids being being what they you know part of the team and all that and you know, part of the superhero team, and then over time, and then whatever, I hadn't seen him for a while, and then I decided to totally revamp everything. So when I was coming up with the idea for, um, you know, how the powers work, like metagenes and all that, I figured they'd base it off of, like, animal DNA still, but it would be, like, at a much more... I don't want to use the word grounded because it has anything to do with superpowers already so grounded is a weird word but um it was like how do i how do i call it i guess, i guess i'm gonna say grounded right like i made it so that it wasn't like um they had like the animal features like they didn't fucking grow fur anywhere or they didn't like have claws for no they i did i did let zash have claws that could retract uh, I didn't let him have that. I wonder if I might keep that. Because I haven't, like, actually properly worked on this show in a long while. Like, I haven't written anything for the show in a long while. It's a damn shame. I really need to get back to it. Um, but then again, you know, I have to focus on all this stuff to actually get the fucking show off the ground in about eight years. So, you know, there's other more important factors, you know. My financial life. <laughs> and my career. Um... 
but yeah, over time, I um, yeah, I, I I decided okay, cheetah powers, so he can still run super fast, but it's not like flash speed. It's more like dash from the incredible speed. It's more you know, it's like um, you know, seventy miles an hour max. I was thinking even less than that because he has two legs, not four, and he doesn't run on all four like a fucking weirdo. So. I figured, like, reflexes and whatever, like, his body can sustain him so that he can run at, like, 50 miles an hour. And, um, in short bursts, just like a cheetah. And, and, uh, he has the flexibility and the reflexes and the, and the senses, like, the enhanced senses, the sight, the smell, the hearing of a cheetah. And then I think I might keep the claws as well. But, um, that was basically it. But I always liked the cheetah, you know? And it, like, it means more than just, like, being fast. Like, even for myself, like, symbolically, I think, like, you know, cheetahs are very... Cheetahs don't run in packs. Um, they're very... Uh, you know, they're pretty... Like, they roam pretty much alone. Like, they they are lone hunters. Um, I kind of like that. Like, I mean... Not, I kinda, not that I like that. It's just... It's just reminiscent of my experience growing up right um and i don't like hold that experience very dear to me i don't like it but i think it i think it has some meaning and i kind of and i kind of i'm i feel comfortable commemorating that and then other than that why the fuck can i fit this in there sorry i'm playing with my um i'm playing with my my like i have a the little block i have for uh all my bartending equipment. Oh, that's why. There we go. I have a, uh, have a, a bottle opener, and the shit couldn't fit into its slot for whatever reason. It wasn't going all the way down, but it was because it was bent a little bit. So, anyway, um, what was I saying? I, yeah, I came, up, I came up with all that like idea for him, and then I switched. Um, I changed, this might be a little bit racist, but, <laughs> but it didn't occur to me at the time, and I kind of stick to it now. I, I changed uh, Omar's power set to be, um, I know that's not what I was talking about, I was talking about symbol, symbolism of, of, this, of the cheetah, but I, I was, let me finish this though, because this is interesting to me in the moment right now. I changed Omar's power set to be that of uh, first day a uh, monkey, like a capuchin monkey or something like that, like a small, a small, strong monkey. Um, so, you know, flexibility, super strength, because I'm sh- like those little fucking monkeys are jacked for no reason. Like their, mu- like their muscle density is crazy and they're still super flexible. It's crazy to me. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, and then, you know, all the enhanced senses. And also I made it, I made it like a biologically enhanced, like lab animal that that his that his uh, stuff was based off. So he also gets like night vision and like a couple of uh, and bulletproof skin. No, no, not originally. What I, what I made it was that he gets night vision and a couple things like that. But then after that, he gets another augment, which would normally kill someone, but but he was strong enough to take it of of a of an ape like a or like a gorilla so even crazier strength 
and that's when all like the bulletproof skin comes in and like uh other shit like that um other shit well other shit like bulletproof skin i don't know you know but i think i put all the augments into like that whatever anyway um which I feel like is kind of a little bit racist because, you know, he's a black guy named Omar. And he has a power set of a fucking monkey. And that's what that's what black people are compared to all the time. But I, that didn't occur to me. I was... I, that didn't occur to me. I was like 12 when I... when I 12 or 13 when I fucking came up with that with that difference. Oh, no. I was like 13 because I was just in ninth grade. I just entered ninth grade. And I came up with that, um, with that idea. You know? So like that didn't fucking come. That didn't occur to me, and I still like the idea. I think it's, I think it's cool. I kind of want to keep it that way, but um, but yeah, uh, like the symbolism of a of a of a cheetah is like not just as like moving fast and whatever. The flexibility I, I think is a good sim symbolic whatever, um, and then like the being alone, you know, being a a soul whatever soul hunter self-sufficient apex predator i kind of like that whole idea. i'm not a predator you know <laughs> i'm not on a chris hansen show isn't it wild that chris hansen ended up being a pedophile he didn't end up being a pedophile right no he wasn't people just made jokes about it because i remember he was on a brilliant not brilliant it is. he was on flagrant two with uh, andrew schultz and Sheng. And, um, I remember that, that, unless I'm wrong, maybe Chris Hansen is a pedophile, I don't know. Let me see. Cheetah symbolism. I'm Googling this shit right now. Cheetah symbolizes speed, intervals, and groundedness. Intervals? Groundedness? These shits fly. What do you mean the most, they're the most grounded? What does grounded mean in this case? Like, grounded doesn't mean, like, connected to the earth, Right? Because these shits are basically flying. I'm sure cheetahs have more airtime than any other animal. Any other ground animal. Because they're so fast and they're fucking flying. You know, their strides are so wide when they're running. Um, let me see. Okay, cheetah, symbolism. Stands for fast thinking, action, passion, assertion, progress, protection, and flexibility. I agree with a few of these. I don't really care about protection. I don't see why that stands for protection. Um, or assertion. I don't see why that stands for assertion either. But everything else I agree with. As a spirit animal, you are empathetic, decisive, isolated, selective, and persistent. Okay, I don't know where the empathy comes from. I'm getting text messages. Um, but everything... And persistence? Not really. They run for they run for at max like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. They can't run for that long. So they have to catch their, predator, their, their prey within a minute. They're not that persistent, I don't think. They don't hunt the way lionesses do. Or, or uh, a lot of other animals do. Like where they like or hyenas or whatever where they stalk their prey for miles, like cheetahs fucking just they see a thing, they go to take it out, whatever. But anyway, I don't know. I'll take it. In dreams, 
Cheetah may either point to changes you'd face in life or symbolize your traits of fearlessness. Okay, I'll take that. Yes, I'm one of those assholes who likes having meaning in his tattoos. You know? What is, what is this? What website? Is this off a website or something? Um, yeah. I don't know. Cheetah helps us decide when to take decisive action versus when to rest. I, I like that. I'll take that. Cheetahs are fucking lazy, too. I'd have a pet cheetah. I would love to have a pet cheetah. They don't naturally hunt humans. Or kill humans. They, like, humans are hardly a... a uh, like, they don't see humans as an adversary. Really. You know? I would absolutely have a pet cheetah. For fucking sure. Anyway. Um, I think that's it. I'm getting text messages. Let me re- respond to those. But I want to get the cheetah tattoo. I'm not going to get it this week, obviously. What I did do was hit the guy up and ask him, um, the, the tattoo artist, I asked him if, um, hey, so I asked him, you know, hold off for a few weeks so I could, like, save up for it. Um, but then again, the other thing is, like, do I get that or I get my Rava back tattoo? You know? But it's like, oh, I'll just get, I'll just get this. I got the Rava back tattoo just in a few few more months. I'll hold off a little longer, you know. Like I want to get some more tattoos that I can like see visibly first, and I'll get the Rava back to back tattoo say like March April before it starts to get warm again. So when it heals and I'm like out, in, like pools and beaches and shit, like it could actually show it's healed and whatever. By that point, um. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I do want to get a cheetah. So I told him I'll do a couple. Oh, wait, a couple of weeks. Maybe when I get back from Montana, I'll go get it. You know, Thanksgiving weekend. I mean, if I could fucking afford it, I need to get a couple gigs in order to do that. Also, you know, I had a thought while I was in the bathroom. I know, so I was gonna finish this and go do something else. Um, I had a thought while I was in the bathroom. I was like, I was thinking about if someone were to give me. 10 grand right now. What would I do with it? And I realized I would not buy a Nikon Z9. I would not buy a new camera. There's a lot of other shit that I'd do before doing any of that. Like, I would take 10 grand and put it toward, like, I'd make a bunch of editorial projects, like test editorial projects. I'd ship them shits out to a bunch of magazines get my name out there, like, I'd shoot a short film off of that. Like, there's a bunch of shit that I'd do before buying more equipment. I mean, I'd get audio equipment, but that's, like, least of my worries. It's, like, comes up to, like, under $1,000, right? But there's so much shit that I'd do before, before buying a new camera. So I realized, I'm like, okay... If that's what I would do if someone gave me 10 grand, I would do all that shit with it. Why do I think that I should save up for a five for a six thousand dollar camera? That's including tax. Oh around, approximately, basically. Why should I save up for for a six thousand dollar camera? I do want it. 
I think it would be a game changer in some ways. Like, I mean, I would never have to rent a Z7 for high megapixel, like, beauty suits anyway. But then again, I don't really need to do that because Lightroom has this fucking enhanced feature that I've been using on all the stuff that I'm putting on my prints page for my website. And it doubles, it, like, literally doubles the megapixel count or the fucking pixel count. So the mega... It, I did it to um, my photo of uh, of New York City from um, shot from the Empire State Building, I think, the Empire State Building, from the top of there. I took that photo and I in, I enhanced it, and you know, like double the fucking pixel count, and it looks great. Like the only thing is when you really really zoom into like the street, which is so tiny. Is that the cars don't look, the cars look painted in there? They don't look like cars because they're just blocks or blotchy. And it's only because, like on the original file, you can't you could tell they're cars, but you can't see the detail of them. You can see basically pixels. You only know they're cars because you know they're on the street, like like by context, right? Um, so only if you like really really zoom way in, you can't tell the difference. So I made enhanced version of that. And I was like, oh, shit, this works really, really fucking well. I can use this for, I can use that for giant prints if I want to. And I do want to. I already, like, put in my uh, Printique um, project folder. Like, I made a few stuff that I'm going to link. I'm going to see if I can link from Printique to Squarespace so that Printique doesn't create, like, a bunch of different fucking sizes. I don't want to sell, like, 50 different sizes of of my work. I kind of want to keep it very limited, like maybe five sizes at most. Like the smallest size starts at like 150. The biggest size is like 600 bucks so that we can make a return on it. But, um, and I want it to be framed. So I can but I want to kind of apply the frame like in Printique already. Like I, like I want to represent the work the way I want to represent it. I know that might limit the amount of sales I can get, but I'm less concerned about that because I feel like if anyone's going to buy the thing in the first place, they're going to fucking buy the thing. Like if they want to buy the thing, it's not going to be, they're not going to be turned off by the frame. Like I'm going to go with like a basic black frame, you know, like something nice, right? But a black frame of a 24 by 36, um, 24 by 36 inch photo you know, I mean, it's like two by three feet. That's pretty good. That's not a bad size. I want to do bigger ones, though. But that, you know, that'll have to hold off. And those bigger ones, those will have to be just a print. I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to ship them framed. I don't think. But, um, anyway, yeah, I, the Z9, it's a 45.7 megapixel sensor. And that'd be nice. But I don't need it at the moment. Like, it's not a necessity. Right, and the other thing, I mean, the battery life is incredible. The fucking autofocus looks incredible because you know, like, I, I keep missing focus on my camera. Like, the autofocus isn't incredible on the Nikon's, like the eye track, whatever, because I miss relative, like, pretty often, like maybe twenty percent of the time. Um, I miss. So that, like, I just. I like the camera a lot. I do. And like also the I don't care about the 8K video. But the 4K 120 video, I fuck that's crazy. That's crazy. 
I could do insane product video work off that. And then the ProRes 422 and the ProRes RAW capability that's going to come to the camera in a few months. Like, all that shit, absolutely useful, incredible. So, you know what? If anything, what I'm going to do, I'll finance it, but I'm not going to buy it. Like, I'm not going to drop five, drop $6,000 on the camera straight out of pocket. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't think it makes sense, you know? I'm going to take all the all the money that I would make for that or that I would spend on that and, like, every $1,000, like, out of six grand, that's six really decent Low no, that's those are six like pretty damn good editorial shoots where I hire makeup artist, hairstylist, and st- and and wardrobe stylist for the day, right? I mean, not, not at their full day rates, of course, because you know thousand dollars I'm not going to swing it that far, but I can get some really really sick work done off of that, right? And then other than that, I can I can. Like, I could take $1,000 and shoot a really, really slick short film, which, mind you, dead waiting to finish. I DM'd both the actors yesterday, and they, and they fucking left me on red. <laughs> I imagine they're annoyed that it's been a year since the project was shot and nothing, and they've gotten nothing from it. But I'm asking them to do ADR session and, you know, whatever. I'm going to have to pay them for sure. Um, I guess I'll offer them money. And then they'll say yes, you know. But uh, but yeah, but also here I am dropping a tenth of six thousand dollars, dropping six hundred bucks on a fucking tattoo that I want. But come on, listen, I don't celebrate shit. I don't celebrate my birthday. Let me have this, you know. I have a I I bought a pair of penny loafers from Beckett Simonin. Uh, brand Becca Simonin, like a few months ago. And when they said they were made to order and it takes a while to ship, I thought they were like, I was like, okay, that's fine. I can wait a few weeks. I ordered this shit in August. It is currently October. I ordered it August 1st. It's been over two months. No, it's coming on three months because it said that I, I finally got the notification that the shit shipped and it said it's going to arrive November 1st. So literally three months to make an order, to make an and ship. But then again, for a price of like one eighty, pretty damn good, you know. I guess for like a made to order boot or not boot shoe, I always want a penny loafer like it. So I don't know. I guess maybe that's gonna be my Christmas gift or my my uh, birthday gift. But then again, I ordered three months ago. I didn't expect it to come November first. You know, right the, the day before. Um, I don't know, man. Life is wild. Uh, I'm gonna figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do. I know I haven't finished editing the other two days of Thursday Boost projects, but I'm gonna deliver, I'm gonna deliver day two tomorrow and then head out. I book studio time for tomorrow night and then from studio, I'm gonna run into Jersey's, into Jersey City for my friend's Halloween party. And then Sunday comes, and I'll figure out what the fuck I'm doing Sunday. And then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. I know I'm going to try to do this documentary. Like, what I was, what was I saying? I hit up the 
the tattoo artist, or I responded to a tattoo artist who was going to do my cheetah. I told him, um, I asked him if he'd be a subject for, I want to do a documentary on, not a doc, like a, a short documentary episode or like short documentary project, two, three minutes long at most of, uh, of him in the studio, like with, or him in the tattoo parlor with like working on whatever the fuck. And he agreed to it, so I think I'm going to set it up for next Thursday or next Friday. I could try to set it up for next Tuesday, but I don't know. I feel like I want to finish up every other thing I have here on my computer right now. Because I have three projects to, to edit for people. The Thursday Booch thing, I shot for the girl I'm seeing. Um, I was with her on a rooftop a few days ago, like when she was rappelling. Um, so I got to edit those. And... The thing I shot for Ananya a month ago that I still have yet to deliver because the Photoshop is taking a lot of time. I think what this is teaching me is that that next time, like, I need to bring a fucking brush, <laughs> a hairbrush, to a to a shoot, just to make that easier on myself. Anyway, that's it. Forty eight minutes, forty forty nine minutes. I didn't expect to do this fucking long. That's it. Later.